Hello, this is your host, Ramar Tate. Look, guys, it's been a long time coming. Um, again, it's like I, I have these periodic moments in my life where things just stand out. So, once again, this is your boy, uh, Ramar Tate from Apologetic Nations Podcast. I'm coming to you while I'm driving, actually. This could be a little different. I'm not in. Uh, the proper settings that I want to be in, but you know what, that's how life is, right? You make your adjustments and you go with it. So, um, subject for me today would be something that I have um, experienced myself, like I always do, come from, you know, a perspective, a reality where it's just, hey, look, I want to share something. Um, This is what I believe impact my life, and I hope by experience that is insight you know I'm not commanding you I'm not telling you this is how it is this is just what I experienced and I want you all to learn from my experiences just because we have so many different broad views of daylight you know some people love daylight some people say man you know what daylight man I gotta go to work and I don't want to some people say I got daylight and thank god I started my new job our different perspectives make us more you know, more supportive of humanity. And if we have an open perspective and an open mind, that's what apologetic nation is. It's it's supporting you even in the midst of your wrongs. Someone has your back. Someone has that ability to be apologetic and say on this person's defense, yes, he or she may be doing this X, Y, and Z, but at the end of the day, isn't somewhere in our life we have made these errors now i cannot quote unquote say that for everybody why because some people are not here so this doesn't apply to them but long as you got breath in your lungs it applies to you no matter what you have done and i mean literally no matter what you have done to the worst of the worst the thing is i start apologetic nation trying not to focus on you know so much of the word of god i want to just come from a real perspective but you know what i'm to a point now in my life it's kind of like rather I'm, my life is counting down i'm little 34 and i know i don't know the exact number that my life count down to you know non-existence but why i got breath in my lungs i'd rather be honest than portraying this false identity of something that i am not i am a if you don't hear it a lot i am a firm believer i am not trying to i said to you again i'm not trying to persuade you as if, you know, you are demonized or a negative person. I don't care about your walk of life. I'll be honest with you. That's not my concern. At the end of the day, my concern for you is mental health, mental well, you know, just being more insightful to make better decisions. Just like somebody told me, you know, your whole life is based on your decision making. If you got someone in your life to help you out in a positive way, then why not take it? If you got somebody contradicting your perspective and you want to do one thing, but that contradiction gives you the ability to really scan out and just really focus. Is is this the best decision for me or not? That's me. That's who I am. You know, I have so many people in my ear, you know, so many people around me. You know, you got situations, circumstantial. You got the seasons changing. You got, you know, you got kids and not kids, work and not work, sick and not sick, dead or alive. You have so many circumstances, and on the table one response. On the table one response 
one decision and one reaction to make your life better or worse, right? So this is Apologetic Nation. It is supporting those, no matter the circumstances, no matter the, uh, the situation, no matter the decisions that you have made, that is not your final destination. That is not your final decision. You can be locked up. You can be on death row. You can be, I mean, you can be on your last stages of cancer. It doesn't matter. You still get to make decisions. That's the point of Apologetic Nation. Unite us, no matter who we are. Our, sexual, our sexuality, our creed is about humanity. That's it. All I'm talking to is humanity. I don't see a color. I don't see a, a gender. I see human beings. That's all I see. That's all I'm speaking to. So anyway, like I was saying, you know, um, today I just want to talk about proper expectations, right? So, like I was saying earlier, you know, I'm a firm believer of Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Jesus. Jesus, Yeshua, Jesus, right? You know, the Jew, right? You get what I'm saying? Culturally and um, culturally, you know, across seas. You feel what I'm saying? In my mind, I, Israel, you feel me? Um, so the point is this, that regardless of the circumstances, color, limb, I don't care about all that. Look, you know, just like it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, who came before Martin Luther King, but it's just the fact that he stood his ground and he did something amazing, right? So we're going to do it just like this. Jesus, he's the Lord, Jesus Christ, he's the son of God. You know what? It's either you believe it or you don't, but you get the benefits from it, right? You get what I'm saying? So just like here in America, you know, a, a, a great contribution go towards Martin Luther King. Does it really matter what that person has done and didn't do, Right. It's what the benefits that it gives you, right? You get what I'm saying? So I look at it like, for me, with Jesus, you may not, you don't got to believe. You don't got to appreciate everything, but you're getting some inheritance of those benefits, right? So no matter who's the great man or woman in your lifetime or beyond your time in history, we all are reaping from the benefits of someone that we do not know intimately. That's the point, right? So we all have our different beliefs, but my beliefs are really strong in saying that Jesus Christ is the one and only. But that's my that's my perspective. Let me have that. What about that? Let me have that. You have yours. Let me have this. Okay? There's a lot going on in this world. You, you keep your opinions. That's cool. You can express it. Don't matter. But like I said, let me go forward. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. So my thing is this. Expectations in the right way. So talking to my wife, talking, you know, in deep detail, you know, I'm like, man, you know, um, I'm getting my CDLs, you know, I'm about to just go ahead and get on this road for a year or whatnot. So that's why I'm trying to speed up all my podcasts now. But, you know, long story short, you know, I was like, man, I'm not focused on anything else. I don't have a grand expectation. I see more of an obligation. You get what I'm saying? Um, this is my life. This is where I want to be. This is what I desire. Right. So I don't have no grand expectation. So I was like, but something fell off, you know, with me saying this. It's because, you know, I'm like, I'm talking to, well, you know what? I do got an expectation. You know, my expectation is to start it and finish it. Ah, yeah, that's it. You know, anything in between is a blessing. And so, but what I recognized, I was not enthused in the way that I wanted to be. I wasn't as, I felt like, you know, 
getting into it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing this every day. I just feel like something was missing. So we looked at, you know, the word or whatnot. Hey, you know, like I told you, here come. You know, looked into the word, having the proper expectations, putting your, your faith and your belief in um, Jesus Christ, right? Just putting your, your belief in someone greater, beyond your senses, beyond the imaginable, you know, where the dreams start coming, right? So I was like, man, you know, this expectation, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You feel what I'm saying? Put your expectations there. So as time continued, talking to my wife, well, I was like, man, so what it seems like for me is expectations are very important. It ain't something that you need to just kind of like cast to the side. It's something that you have to develop. But it just depends on who or what or whom you put in your expectations in makes the difference. So me and my wife start, you know, you know, writing some things down and we came across some words of refine. Um uh God, what's the other word? Jesus, I can't I mean I can't, I can't. What is it? Um oh man. What is it? Refine and I can't uh, right now I don't have the word. I ain't gonna say I can't. It's a negative thing. But right now refine, right? So refine and expectations if you put those two together you get what i'm saying so anyway so she was like look when you put your expectations in something greater um man the reward or the uh the strength behind it the patience it is different you get what i'm saying that it's just a whole different point of view of how you enter into it right so just work with me. I know I ain't, you know, I'm not all here right now. I'm driving and focusing, but no excuses. No, no excuses. Um, so I started changing my mind. I need to, I need to have some um, expectations. But then it hit me. My thing is, I'll put expectations in something that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't obligated to do. I need y'all to hear what I just said. Stop putting, you know, expectations. And things that you're not obligated to do. And I look at it like this. It says, cast all your cares, your anxieties, your problems, situations, plans, and that, and, and etc. In your Father. In Jesus. Seeking the wisdom and insight of the Holy Spirit, right? That's one of them. It says, don't even worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow have its own issues and problems. Look at the lilies of the field. Yet they're green every day. But yet at the same time, soon as the drought or whatever comes, they fade away. You get what I'm saying? You know, who worries? Why concern yourself about what you eat, drink? You get what I'm saying? What you smell like? You know, for don't you think your Heavenly Father have, you know, greater concern if he's more, you know, if he take care of the lilies of the fields or the birds of the air and et cetera. And I'm like, okay, that's called expectation, right, in the right way. So, I'm starting to think now. All right. Okay, okay, okay. And so many times we put expectation in our abilities. We put so many expectations in our finances. We put so much um, expectations in our relationships. We put so much expectations in everything else but our beliefs. You get what I'm saying? If you believe you're the only one that can solve your own problems, I'm going to just say it like this. I ain't going to say good luck, so I'm believing luck. But 
understand how much that exhausts you and kills you. Every day you're waking up angry or dissatisfied or this circumstances and that circumstances and this situation, that situations, then they're unpredictable. So I started thinking in my life, I need something that goes beyond the predict unpredictability and the predictability of every day, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see this. Because when I start putting so much expectation on myself, I beat myself up. I'm saying, you're not good enough. There you go messing up again. There you go doing this. I'm looking at other people. Man, why did you disappoint me? You know, why didn't you give me your word? You know, why didn't you stand up for what was right? Bro, I thought you had my back. Where were you when I needed you? I said, you know what I mean? We go through all of these circumstances and situations because we put an expectation in humans or one another. It ain't nothing wrong with it. You get what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. But we also, in the, in the price of doing that, we got to have patience. We got to have kindness. We got to have some type of meekness. We got to have some type of humility. Because if not, you destroy relationships because you're so invested. And so what have you got going on? One flaw, one issue, one problem, whatever it is can throw your whole life over. And I mean, I'm there. Been there recently. Anyway, move forward. Calm down. Um... So I had to say something had to be greater. And the reason why my expectations were so low, because I I was preparing for the disappointment. I was prepared for the uh, refusal. I was prepared for the lack thereof integrity. You get what I'm saying? We know going to have the moments, yeah, I'm on my way, but then you can hear the exhaustion or they really don't want to. And, and it can bother you. So uh, with me, I just start going deep into it. So I was like, Father God, what is it about expectations? And this is what I got, guys. This is lump sum of it, right? The concerns with me was it's it's not the fact that you have expectations. It's more about who or what you are putting your expectations in. And who or what you put your expect expectations in compared to in whom did you put your expectations in? And I start thinking on it. Like, okay, cool. If I put my expectations on my schedule, my time management, my abilities, people, whatever, then the reason why a lot of my expectations go up and down and um, I'm ready to quit or cave in is just because the unpredictability. And then I made myself the obligator at the end of the day to bring these things to pass, which I did not create this want or even need without having presented a opportunity given. And it was like behind it, this opportunity, you know, started is when me opening my eyes and wanting greater and wanting better for my life. It's when I, I got myself involved into positivity, positive people, getting into myself, into the word or whatever. And then, when you know, when you think about all good things come from God, all good things, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. So that good opportunity and that desire, it, it was an opportunity that a door was open for me to even look upon or enter into to want to want this. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't get it, it's cool. Um, but anyway... Sometimes it's kind of like relationships. When you're in a bad relationship, all you want is out, right? So they created a desire for you to get out because you see the circumstances ain't right. 
So what created that desire to get out? It's because of the behaviors and the circumstances, right? But when you got a good relationship going on, I mean a good one, it created a whole different dynamic of expectations. Like I want greater. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I'm really trying to really express to you over today. Oh, just calling me today. Um, so with that being said, you know, I was like, but who created that? You know, so if we can see expectation being built in people, you get what I'm saying? Then we got to see something greater than. So let's go from the beyond the senses. So it's kind of like, okay, cool then. Okay, I got that. All right, got that. So it's in whom? So I'm not giving that person the obligation to, you know, meet the satisfactory of, you know, my needs, my wants, my desires and success. It got to be greater, right? So I'm like, okay, God, so I'm getting short right now with my expectation I'm burning myself out because I either put it the expectation of others or myself and just like anybody else we wear out we get tired and we need to rejuvenate okay so I made myself the obligated is that what's wrong with that then it hit me just like this here we go so it's like in a sense like this if you say you believe in me and you say you have a relationship with me and I gave you my promise then why are you treating me as if I am insignificant, that I can't keep my word? Yes, I gave, I gave you the relationships. I gave you the people in your lives. I helped you to rearrange your life in a better way to inspire you. But I never required you to obligate yourself to meet the expectations. I never told you and said, hey, look, you know, you got to do all these works. You know, the works that I told you that you all had to do, just believe. Just just look unto me. Honor me. You know, give me the respect out of that. You know what I mean? Give me some honor. You know, I don't, don't treat me like a halfway daddy. Like I'm not there for you. Like I don't wake you up every day. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you, gr you go out there and do your time management. Not a problem. You go out there and create those boundaries. Not a problem with that. But when it comes down to fulfilling the obligation, put that on me. What are you so afraid of that I'm a miss that you feel like you can do better? So I started thinking, man. I'm like, man, you know what? If I'm going to sit here and say I'm going to believe him, so, man, I got to switch up my obligation. I put so much strain and so much work on myself that I felt like I was obligated. I felt the restraint and almost the suffocation um, of these expectations because I felt all that pressure. You know what I mean? And this is what I'm saying where, you know, your belief system makes the difference. Your relationship makes the difference. If you, like humans can give in the reality of the seasons, if you put so much belief in a solar system or, or whatever it may be, I'm just saying, there's nothing like having your father it's nothing like having a, a personal relationship with god and you're like man that's okay okay whatever but i'm just saying for me like step aside and it ain't just like just step no it's like man i've been putting my expectation in things money you know i'm expecting when i get this dollar i'm gonna do this with it and do whatever and i obligated the money or circumstances to fulfill it you know but when the word says that none of my words will return to me void, 
That means God has obligated himself to your desires. God says, he's saying, I'm obligating myself even to your expectation. Because he's like, when you speak my word and you humble yourself before me and you not just humble and it's like, if this is what you want and you're doing everything from the perspective of my word and, and, and we got to be honest, like we in relationships out here, right? So you got a job, physical, you know, job, romantic, you know, whatever it is, they all got some boundaries, right? But when you line yourself up with those boundaries, you notice that they naturally give with, um, with ease. But what I'm saying is when you operate within those boundaries, it's like that person obligate themselves by nature, not, you know, they obligate themselves to the expectation that you put out there. Mm. All I'm saying is God is the same as that way, right? He obligate himself to the word. When you speak his word, he is obligated to perform it. He's not expecting you to use his word. And then you go behind and do everything as if he's inadequate, right? And so for me, um, I had to readjust my thinking, you know what I mean? Like, what am I putting my expectations in? And, and if it's not God, then this is why I am so heartbroken and disappointed or tired and exhausted. You know, even building these dreams and these goals, you know, your vision board. It's, I'm not talking about nothing like so deep. I'm just saying like rearrange your thinking. Rearrange your thinking. Um, stop being the obligator and stop or even having other things around being obligated to to manifest or to bring forth your success I'm just saying is like there's something greater than us I'd rather believe in something and be proven wrong but yet the results are still good you feel what I'm saying then to be right and everything that I did is based on a relationship that I knew it already exists right My life is full of decisions and choices. I just chose and I am continuing to choose, but everything that I am, I'm full invested into this relationship uh, with God and believing in Jesus and believing in the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm not willing to neglect not one. If I want to, you know, it's kind of like saying if you want the full benefits. Who, If anybody out here, you know, here got a warranty on their car. You got to read the fine print. You get what I'm saying? It's not one or the other. It's whatever is listed, right? So it's saying, look, we cover the engine, mounts, dot, and they, whatever they name. And whatever they don't name, it's not a part of it. But in that word, it said the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everything else that is not mentioned, it ain't worth mentioning because those are three major parts that matters. Um, man. We all eventually gonna um, perish. You feel what I'm saying? We all gonna eventually, you know, whether it be ascending and, and and whatever it is. But we we all know we got an expiration date. What are you putting your expectations in? This is your host, Ramar Tate with Apologetic Nation. It's just real tall driving, pick my son up. Uh, from basketball and I just felt like expressing it. I'm everywhere. 
But the reality is um, I'm somewhere and I'm in this moment. So I enjoy my moment with you guys. Have a great day. Be blessed. decided to you know read into it and I will tell anybody when you come to the climax of your relationship with God always seek out um, good instructions um, guide or whatever to you know promote growth and development so that's what I'm doing and that's what this podcast is about so I'm not being paid or not getting paid to promote this you know I have definitely took the time 10 years ago to get into it, and God knows it's probably been revised 10 years um, and since 2012. Um, I say look into it, invest into it based on where you are as an individual. Um, when I first got it, I did it because, just be honest, I'm going to be honest, I was <laughs> dating someone or interested in someone and she went to church and about it, you know what I mean? Because one, I love God, and then two, I was really interested in a young lady, and she was like, "Hey, this is the course that I'm going on," and I never really got into it in the relationship. It's when her and I came to an end, and hey, you know, God's will. But I maintained the book, and as ten years later, I'm married and four kids later, you know. Um, this book being survived 10 years you know surprisingly and it's more of a study guide it's more of a day by day um, basic study it's not something that does with speed and as your typical book that you can skim and read through it's something that you really have to study so um my point is this have we as we have grown through 2021 and 2020 you know I have definitely released a lot of podcasts about where I am and um, I have been through opportunities of divorce opportunities of difficulties with my children um, difficulties that I have not said out loud of my uh, ex-wife you know things are not always lovely I recently sent out a a horrendous um, text message publicly on Facebook where I just really did not filter out nor did I want to think about how it affected my ex-wife and I sent a text out to her that explained the boundaries of respect to my wife and 
I'll be honest, um, out of 34 years of my life, my mom, my dad, I was born into a separate household. My father's went one way, he got, you know, he was married. My mother maintained a single lifestyle to this day. And, you know, having been neglected, in my perspective, only perspective of love and compassion, my mom and my dad, you know, corrected me first time in my life working in unison and genuine love and compassion and they corrected me at 34 years old believe it and they said hey what you sent was very private that was unnecessary and I guess it's my dad wrote more like that's how y'all do it these days my mom told me like no take it down in the sense you know and um, I get your heart intent where you want to be a transparent and unfiltered person but you know family matters is family matters you know I'm just thinking on that guys like family matters is family matters and she told me the truth you know uh, from a mother's perspective and as a woman uh, my life my ex-wife was a tremendous roadblock in my life and and uh, it hurts you know I chose to be with it so you know I'm very open and honest and on my podcast because I believe in transparency and I believe in you know uh, being successful in failure or being successful in doing good you know so long story short my mom got on me, my dad got on me, and I did not experience the love of my parents together, working together in unison to love me for, for a very long time. And it hurt, you know. It took me to be 34 years old and the creation of Facebook for my mom and my dad to get it to how to love their children and, and correct, correct me, you know. And uh, yeah, you know. I felt it, you know, but I felt the love and compassion and the fact that whatever I post, my parents look at. Now I know that my parents are on my Facebook. So <laughs> for you guys and women, no matter how old your parents is, they're nosy. You know, they're going to be in your business. And you got to accept that because they love you. So, um, you know, my mom came pretty reasonably hard on me and made me morally consider and concerned that whether you guys know it or not um i'm a businessman you know um i understand at the same time i I hate to say that i have an image in um authority in how i influence others when they hear me speak that i can't be careless you know and when we are parents or businessmen and women, we got to consider that we are a reflection and we're a reflection of who we work for. We're a reflection of how we've been hired as far as a company. And we can't just be reckless with that word. So my mom and my dad definitely for me being an entrepreneur, business wise, public you know, imagery, they got on me hard, you know, so 
Um, I'm 100%, you know, if you don't know, I'm dis- I'm a disabled veteran. Um, PTSD, bipolar guy that, you know, just trying to survive. And they're like, you know, your testimony, your ability to reach people, we don't, we love you as an individual, but at the same time, what you're doing in publication of many books to come, uh, guys, listen to that, you know, all over the world. Like, I'm, I'm producing books, and be prepared for me to write them and to see them in your country. Um, I'm writing books, and they understood the value of my uh, authentic personality. I'm going I'm to be honest with you guys. Um, I'm a very authentic guy. Um, so I'm apologize ahead of time. I'm very authentic. I'm a very unfiltered young man. I believe that, you know, as a believer of God, there's authentic personality that comes with it. That um, practice start at home and then it filters out through the reality of whom you come in contact with. So, I'm very transparent. And I'm very emotional. (laughs) Um, And through that process, you know. Um, yeah, I am transparent. To a certain degree, you know. A lot of secrets that I keep this with my wife because I made a covenant with her to be more transparent with her than I do you guys and whoever is listening and um, to keep that engagement private and that's what I did not do so I took down a post and on Facebook going back to it rebuttaling and thinking um, I took down a post and I, I made an apology as fast as I could because my mom and my dad, for the first time, guys believe this first time in my life, came to unit, to one unification in raising me and said, no, son, that's not who you are. You know, you are a entrepreneur. And, you know, they didn't say these things, but that's how I chose to perceive it and view it. Because I am, guys, whether you know this on the podcast, uh, I'm 100% of... Uh, my money comes, I'll be honest, my money comes through my honesty. My money comes through you guys. You know what I mean? The very fact that you guys are listening, um, evaluating me as a human being, my morals and perspective. I am very celebrative of as a, as a human being that you guys are listening. Like, you got to understand how significant that it is. That's like a role of a president, you know, guys, you know, whatever I say and do, you know, it has structure and it has, you know, contradiction and it has, you know, more repercussions when I act outside of the more conduct of who I am, you know, and I appreciate the accountability that you guys put on me because of my transparency and some of you, you know, viewing me for the first time or hearing this message or hearing me, like, for anybody who says follow, like, if you listen to my podcast, there's nothing written. 
I have to say that loud. There's nothing. All of this is an emotional journey, like emotional journey. Uh, yes, I'm a very emotional, sensitive African American descendant. That's emotional. You know what I mean. And I have learned through time not to be abusive with words, not to be manipulative, um, but to be just transparent. Um, So, ladies and gentlemen, like, man, parents are very significant. Whoever you, whoever has raised you, whether it be the streets or your mom, dad, adopted mom, dad, or whatever it is, they love you. And then the people who are for you, they love you, and they will always guide you back to who you are centered, and um, how beautiful you are, even though you don't see your beauty. And that that has been my number one struggle is identifying my beauty. Um, I feel led to be very honest on this podcast today, and I do smoke and I do drink, and to be honest with you. I'm smoking and drinking while I'm making this podcast. A bit intoxicated. But my heart value for you guys hasn't changed. I am a legitimately real person that make bad decisions. And at times that makes me cry and hurts. But I know it has to be done by someone that's willing to be transparent. I am not a pastor. I am not a, you know, graduate of any high or lower esteemed college. I am a young man that has experienced college. Um, I've been, if you heard my podcast, I've been to more than five colleges, um, decently well educated, but. Life is the best educator. An experience of faults and successes. And you heard any of my podcasts about you know successes as a failure. They didn't come from college. They came from life experiences. And uh, I want to let you guys know that you all can make it. No matter your background, who you are, your education level. Don't allow that deception to border you within these confines personality that you can't be greater than your circumstances you can I am a man of many faults God knows many shames you know my backstory that I've been definitely married three times I was a whoremonger guys may not understand that and some guys and women have definitely can probably understand is that um I slept around a lot I indulge in different type of drugs and experienced a lot I, I overcome the lifestyle of a homosexual whether you understand it or not you know through my messages if you can hear it and I ain't married with four kids, and I'm not a, 
you know, in the closet um, experienced person of homosexuality. I advocate freedom. I advocate humanity. Because we all are going through our own experiences. And I want you to guys know that God loves you, whether you're a homosexual, whether you're an abuser, murderer, rapist. I know that's very hard for some people who has been a victim of that. But God is that being beyond humanity that judges and being a uh, prior history of homosexual and engaging in sexual um, conduct with other men um, I've validated and continued and maintained a um, anonymous oneness with my wife and I have expressed this with her uh, my life struggles as a mm, man who's struggled with homosexuality that now is forgot the terminology right now um, for you I can feel you that you probably said it for me but thank you <laughs> um, heterosexual man um, I struggle with that did whether I was a top or bottom that's my decision to say and and um, express for those who understand that terminology and those who don't that mean top or bottom mean where you the one being penetrated or you the one on top becoming the uh, penetrator as a uh, male you know where you the one receiving or were you the one giving, you know, so, hey, now you know I'm transparent, and I don't, I, if I lose anyone, I lose, if I gain anyone, I gain, I don't care anymore, come to the reality that my wife is satisfied with me, and my children do not know everything about me quite yet, and I will reveal that as a comment, if they view my podcast, now they know, you know, Dad has engaged in a homosexual lifestyle. Mm. So, with that being said, yes, I sent some things to my ex-wife. If those who've seen it, that was pretty harsh and apologetic. You know, guys, you know, I'm all about that. Um, in this life, you're going to make error. In this life, you're going to be great. And sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face. That's where I'm at in this moment. And I just want to be honest with you guys where I am at and who I am. And help you stay tuned continuously in my podcast. And I just want to say thank you for staying tuned in the apologetic nation you guys are a major motivation in my life because i want to let you know in my heart you are not alone in any struggle as a human being in humanity believing and unbelieving i hope that all men believe in god so that we have opportunity to know that none of us have died before but i believe in god and jesus christ is my lord and savior 
And I will hope you understand this context comes from that belief. But I'm all, all my heart, I just want healing for humanity. Because we all have different struggles. But belief is strong. If you are a follower of history, those are the two main things. is politics and religion is the stronghold of humanity um, and control of humanity. And I choose not to be controlled, but develop a relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So I'm a very intimate man. I'm a very, you know, non-religious man, but a very intimate man with believing and developing in a relationship with um, the Holy Spirit and Jesus. And I want you guys to know me. So you see me falter before you guys. I am human just like you. Um, I am pretty well off wealthy and wealth is not about the income of my bank account but how I am loved by those who love me so I am very wealthy um, and this is your host Ramar Tate hope that this morning night or next day influence your day to day to let you know that as you are listening continuously that I am learning with you guys i'm right there in the midst learning as life night day that's one thing that can be truth for us all that there is morning and there is night and i have struggled and overcome day and night as 24 hours progress for all of us we're all struggling and succeeding together and i want you to know i love you guys honestly with my heart and um i appreciate you guys all 280 people that view my podcast that i love you you are love and you are beautiful man woman boy child old elder respected my elders god knows i respect my elders and know that i love you guys and be willing to listen to the new generation as I hear and being instructed by those who are experienced in this life. So, I Remar, I am Remar, your host of Apologetic Nations, and God bless, and I love you guys.